everybody. Welcome to Not Another Wellness Podcast. This is your host, Natalie Dellinger, and this is a podcast where passionate people share their stories about health and wellness. We talk a lot about entrepreneurship and personal development along those journeys to finding your passion and what speaks to you. Today's episode is very special because it's with one of my good friends, Samantha Dalton, and Sam is just a light. We met through mutual friends. Hi, Sean Austin. And the rest is history in the making. Sam is the kind of person you want to be friends with. She's the type of friend who will inspire you and motivate you while listening to you when you need someone to chat and giving advice when it's appropriate. I've gone to Sam for career advice, room decor, inspiration, book recommendations, etc. She's a Denver socialite who seems to be connected with people in all areas of life and in all different industries. Why is Sam on the show this week? Well, Sam started her own business 11 months ago. She took a leap of faith and quit her corporate job to pursue one of her many passions for interior design. In hearing this episode, you'll notice that Sam has a common thread of connection. She connects people to their spaces. She connects a bride to her wedding design and the venue. She connects friends to one another. She connects clients to people in the city. All of this is a common thread in Sam's life, and it's really cool to hear it play out in many different ways. I'm so impressed and inspired by Sam's story. I know you will be too. It was so nice to have her on the show and she's impossible not to love. So without further ado, here's the episode with Samantha Dalton from Samantha Claire Design. Hey everyone, thanks for joining me on Not Another Wellness Podcast. I'm here with Samantha Dalton. Hi Sam. Hi. So happy to have you this morning. Thanks, so excited to be here. Yes, Um, we are going to pull little intention cards to start us off on this episode. Love it. So I will like shuffle them for you if you want to pick one. Okay. And read it and tell us what you (sighs) So intense picking one. It's just the first one that gravitates yes. towards you, right? Okay. Okay. All right. It says, when I focus on my inner light, I see at the world through lens of love. Through the lens of love. Amazing. <laughs> love it. Love. Yeah. It's a really pretty one with the moon. I know. And it, it matches purple. everything going around. Yeah. It has that purple color. I know. Just I love about. that. Awesome. That's a really good one for today. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to do the same. Just kind of mix these up. I love starting my day with these. Mm -hmm. Or just like if I need a little motivation. It's good. It's like a little boost of inspiration. Yeah. Okay. So I got hope is the conduit for miracles. Ah, cute. Pretty. That's really pretty too. too. So we'll leave these. We have our candle going. We have some incense in the background. So we're just vibing really hard we are it's very cozy yeah it is very cozy so sam i how i met you was so fun i love how social media can connect people together as much as it can sort of isolate us Mm -hmm. so a friend a mutual friend of ours commented on one of my posts to tag (laughs) you in it was like you guys have to meet and she was so right and we did Mm -hmm. very quickly yeah (laughs) We were like, let's meet, yeah. sure. Why delay good <laughs> things, right? Yeah. And we got coffee, and it was like just such a natural flowing conversation, yeah. and I knew instantly I wanted to have you as a guest, yeah. because business aside, just your mindset is so positive and so Thanks. inspiring, and just so on point with 
how I want to live my life. And mm-hmm. so I just thought it would be a really good combo. Yeah. Um, and so in doing a little research about you, I saw this quote on your, um, I think it was on your Facebook, and mm-hmm. it said, always add value to the spaces and lives around you. Mm-hmm. So my first question is how and what are some of the ways that you add value to lives and spaces around you? Yeah, so that quote I really love um, because I know for me when I walk into a space or am around a certain person, you just said, you know, you automatically feel this sense of happiness or this sense of calmness. Um, and I think that a lot of people don't necessarily know why they're feeling those things when they're in a really well-designed space or in a really cozy home or in a place that inspires them or around a person that inspires them. Um, and I always love noticing that when I'm around places. I'm like, oh, I feel really good. And like, I wonder who designed it or who, what were the brains behind it? So kind of I started orchestrating that into my own life and taking that into um, my career, which right now is focused on interior design and event planning and just really being intentional with the spaces that I'm in or designing, whether it's a new space, an old space, anything like that, just really talking with people about how they want to feel when they're in there. And um, we're in their home or exactly, their life. Because it's so important. We spend so much time in our homes and in these spaces that hold all of our belongings that if it doesn't reflect who we are or where we want to go, it's just, there's this disconnect. Um, so with adding value to people's lives, I feel like, you know, I'm not an expert on anything by any means. Um, and I'm definitely still figuring out so much, but I love talking with people just about why they love what they do. And the way I see adding value is just being inquisitive about people's lives and being supportive with what they want to do. Um, so I really see value in terms of that yeah um in terms of just being like well I want to be this person for you that shows up and is supportive and you know whatever it is you want to do um and wherever you want to do that I hope the people in my life know that I'm there for them um and that's kind of just how I see adding value is whatever I can use tools that I have to get them there that's awesome. Yeah. Do you remember like what age you were when you were growing up where you started noticing how spaces and like vibes were influencing you? Yeah, I think the first time it really actually hit me was when I was visiting colleges. I kind of had no idea where I wanted to go, even what I wanted to study. So it was really hard to narrow down. Do I want a big school? Do I want a small school? Um, and I remember walking onto the campus at Salve Regina in Newport, Rhode Island and feeling like I was home. I got like an overwhelming sense of I'm here. This is where I'm supposed to be. I had not, like no idea what I was going <laughs> to study still. I had, did not know anything about the school. I didn't even know what Newport was. And then fast forward, it became a really special place for me, but I just felt this overwhelming sense of like home. And then from there, I started making decisions based on that intuition that I felt in that moment. I am a person that second guesses myself a lot. So learning to trust Mm. the instincts when you do have that feeling, the times that I have, it's never led me in the wrong direction. What are some of the ways you think you practice listening to yourself? I would say I now spend a lot of time alone. Like I work from home and I have a lot of time in my own head, which has been a blessing and a curse at the same time. You get a lot of those intuitive emotions 
a lot more um, and you have a lot more time to think about the pros and cons of each of them. But I think in terms of practicing it, it's really just being quiet and like actually listening to what is screaming in your head. Because if you're quiet enough and you're calm enough, then I think it's just a no brainer when something is clearly telling you to go in a certain direction and you can kind of put all of the fog aside if you really just spend time are true. with that yeah quiet, that stillness mm-hmm. I love that yeah. just made me really think like do you spend your day surrounded by people all the time yeah there's benefits to that but then mm-hmm. it's harder to hear your own opinion or your own voice yes. when you're surrounded by other influences what what lights you up Okay, this is a tough one. I feel like there are so many things. Um, I am a very energetic and (laughs) excited person, 99% of the time, I would say. Um, But really, what I feel like lights me up is like, oddly enough, it's having to solve problems (laughs) or challenges, like getting around a challenge that I have to overcome or that I want to overcome or getting over that hurdle that like puts me in this overwhelming state of like, ah, like I <laughs> did that just happen? And I get really excited because it's yeah. almost like you're proving that you can do things you're and you're, yeah, exactly. So I think that is definitely a really big one. Second runner up is absolutely being around people. My whole life I thought I was an introvert. Um, I'm not. <laughs> I think I think maybe when I was little I probably was. Like I was very shy. But now I just I love being around people. Like every time I go to a networking event or a dinner party, like I come home and I am like through the roof with excitement and happiness and I know that it just is something that is so good for me. Yeah. Um, and just hearing other people's stories and not so much even talking myself, but just sort of like taking everything in and being around the different energies of other people, I think is so fun. Just curious about ways you overcome uh, obstacles or I guess find. Yeah. Is there anything that comes to mind in your personal life that you've done recently and then your professional life? Things that you've, uh, little see. obstacles you've mastered maybe. Little obstacles. Well, I think this year in general for me actually has been one giant obstacle. It's just a serious obstacle course of one thing after the other, just continuously coming into my life and like trying to knock me down, but like not quite getting me there. And I really think that through all of it, it's just been this like undying need and desire to not beaten down that's kept me alive and just sort of like kept me flowing from day to day and there's definitely days where they're harder to overcome than others and being able to not feel like I have to be super productive on those days is really really hard for me and that's probably the biggest challenge like I'm facing in my life right now is the sense of okay I am creating this business. I'm like doing something that I want to be doing. It's taken me forever to get to this point. (laughs) But yet I feel this like weight on my body of just like, you need rest. Like something telling me like, take some time for yourself. And you know, friends and family are saying, take time for yourself and relax. And so it's sort of this weird sticking point of like, okay, do I do that or do I just like push through and yeah and it's really tough to balance those yeah. um 
I'm really still having a hard time figuring out how or if it's possible, but... <laughs> You're working on it. That's yeah. The, that's the whole thing. Like, yeah. I feel like we expect to master things mm-hmm. in different phases of our lives because we assume that we should be better at it by now, say. Yeah. Like, I face so many different obstacles. Like, I should be able to overcome anything. And right. it's like, well, you've never been in this exact place at this exact time with all these specific right. situations. And it's good to know that it's like a journey yeah and you're like yeah i'm trying like Mm -hmm. that's like honoring that and opening up like to that is i think really healthy well good segue into your businesses tell us what you're up to okay so much like me being interested in so many things that also comes through in business but right now focusing primarily on interior styling for downtown apartments and condos Um, there are so many people moving here right now. It's crazy because I know how frustrating it is to move here, to not have any furniture, to be living in a beautiful space and to just want to feel settled. A lot of my clients are doing just that. They're either moving here for jobs or for a lifestyle change and they sign a lease for a gorgeous apartment that overlooks the mountains or downtown or whatever it is. And they're living out of boxes (laughs) and I love what I do now because it's, I go into their homes and I say, you know, let's just have a conversation. How do you want to live? Do you entertain? Do you watch TV a lot? Do you cook? Like what's important to you? Is your bedroom important to you? Is a lot of light important to you? Like all of those things and just sort of help them transform their space from moving boxes into how they envision their Denver lifestyle to be. Mm. I think with the connection piece too, another favorite part of my business is not only being their interior designer and helping them feel settled, but also connecting them to other people around the city. So if they need a personal trainer you know, I've got one. Yeah. If you need a life coach. I have a friend that yeah, does that. Totally. If you need a nutritionist, like, cool, we can talk about that too. And just really making them feel like they're not alone in this new city that they've moved into. Wow. So many thoughts. Yeah. And it's like <laughs> so far beyond just interior design Yeah, in that way. But what do you think are some of the biggest obstacles for people as they build up their life or start mm-hmm. to or make a change to making those choices on their own? I think a very big obstacle and it's not necessarily just for people who are moving but this term of being busy also meaning that you're successful like if you're busy having a busy mm-hmm. schedule equates to yeah socially successful mm-hmm. business success yeah so yeah, i think I especially that. people moving here a lot of times they're busy finding a new job busy in their new job and don't have the time to dedicate to making their space what they want it to be not knowing that having a space that they enjoy being in would lead them to being more productive and feeling more grounded and more complete um so I think it's that term of just I'll do it later I'm too busy other things are priorities so when you meet with clients Mm -hmm. and you kind of talk them through and ask them questions about their lifestyle, yeah. what, how much time they spend in their space or what mm-hmm. they want, then what's the next step for them and for you? The next step for me is creating design schemes. So I just hop right into it. Sometimes I'll ask for inspiration photos if they have them. Other times it's sort of me just gauging what they already own and what their style is like, you know, how they dress and carry themselves, all of those things. From there, it's really just drawing up design schemes. So usually I'll present two different schemes to them, ask them their thoughts and opinions and what they like. A lot of times one scheme will sort of 
sort of hit the nail on the head and we'll just run from there and kind of start purchasing or fine-tuning lamps and accessories and things like that or maybe finding a piece that's similar to one they really liked but Mm -hmm. in a different price range or a different color but then it's sort of just a very fluid process and working together to create this home um and it's it's pretty streamlined it's very simple um a lot of people think interior design is really complicated but with styling and with apartments it's it's not it's very Mm -hmm. fluid and you just kind of make decisions and I think you hit the nail on the head earlier saying you don't know necessarily what to put in your space and I think with a lot of clients it's the overwhelm you know Mm -hmm. exactly and there's so many furniture companies there's so many pieces of art you could put on your wall it's just it's almost like if you have a designer to present a streamlined version of options to you it's so much easier to make a decision from three things rather than like three thousand that you could choose from now are you using like a blueprint of the space or like Mm -hmm. software like what's your physical process um so i do have some software it's called sketch sketch up rather i sometimes blueprints but usually it's just me taking out a measuring tape and measuring every angle of the room and and putting that into sketch up and working some furniture pieces into that okay yeah Cool. That's so interesting. (laughs) So you present them kind of like, okay, here's where I think your couch should go Mm -hmm. kind of thing. And then maybe this color scheme based on your vibe, Mm -hmm. essentially. And then what about, so do they, what does the buying process look like for these people? Yeah, so they, it's on me. I, I have them sign a credit card authorization form and we just go to town (laughs) so I'll send them proposals they sign off on things and then it's me calling the companies placing the orders coordinating deliveries being on site for them if my client's away at work on a Tuesday morning at 10 there's no way they're going to be home for a sofa delivery so that's really where I come into play Um, and it's me being totally on site hands-on and they just basically come home to a turnkey house one day and it's all put together that's amazing. Do you yeah. work completely alone on this too? For the most part, yes. Yeah. I do have um, a couple of girls that I use to help me with styling days, like when we have photo shoots, things like that. It's much more fun to do it in a team. And hopefully growth is in the near future, but definitely still working on some normal business things with like cash flow and mm-hmm. <laughs> all the fun things that designers and artists and creative types don't necessarily have the brain for. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So when did you start this business? And I guess tell us the name of it. Oh yeah. Um, so I started it last January on my own. I left the corporate world. It is called Samantha Claire design right now. Um, (laughs) a new name is in the works, but it's, it's one of those things where the home feeling hasn't hit me yet with any words that are out there. So TBD on a future name, but yeah. as of right now, Samantha Claire Design, which is just my name. Amazing. Well, and you're working in corporate America before that. Mm, yes. Were you doing this on the side before yeah. quitting that full time, where you're like, "Hey, this is the turning point where mm-hmm. I need to make a decision." And what was um, that like? Or you know, what was the? It was kind of like that. I always I love hearing people's jobs about how or stories about how they quit their job. Yeah, what um, is yours? <laughs> because I think it's so fascinating every time where some people get this like awestruck moment of like today's the day or like I have to do it or they've either saved up enough money to be able to live. Like mine was neither of those. <laughs> I just 
sort of, I knew since forever I wanted to start my own business and I kind of had taken different career paths that I knew would gain me information I wanted and needed to start a business. So I started in wedding planning and it was a grind. It was Mm -hmm. every single weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, like 12 hour days. I was in my early 20s. So missing out on a lot of things, a lot of friendships, a lot of family time, but also being instilled with this insane amount of trust, hosting like $100,000 weddings at age 21. It's just, it was crazy to me that I was trusted with that. And it gave me a lot of confidence um, and a lot of reassurance in my abilities to be able to get clients and to be able to be this point of contact when all like chaos was breaking yeah. loose. And, and weddings are so important to yeah. people and it's like so much pressure mm-hmm. and it has to be talk about design I feel yeah. like design of a wedding is a huge it is. undertaking it is and it's very personal too um which I always loved like the personal touches even now carries through to my career but they were hard and it was I did it for three years and it was definitely I look back now and wonder how I did it but so thankful that that was the beginning of my career and then from there I moved to an interior design firm that was just starting in Boston. I worked for this incredible woman who is so brave and so wholeheartedly takes on opportunities and does so with just such grace and such power that it just inspired me so much and learning from her and being able to see the real like ins and outs of an interior design company and how she ran things was amazing. And then I moved to Denver. (laughs) Why did you move out here? What was that? I moved here because I knew Boston didn't feel like home. It was this place that I just constantly felt like I was trying to keep up. And I was like, I don't think I'm ever going to have this life that I envisioned for myself in this city. So I was actually dating somebody that was living in Florida. And we had been dating for a year and decided to like see if we could make it work in the long run in the same city. (laughs) So we packed up um, and moved to Denver. We had heard it was a very outdoorsy city, a very entrepreneurial minded city. But we both just felt like it was home and it was the place that we could really make a name for ourselves and really create the lives that we wanted. So we did. We moved here. That was three years ago. And I can't believe how much time has already gone by. I was actually working remotely for that same design company for a year when I was here. Um, And then just got tired of feeling like half my life was in Boston and half of it was here. So I stumbled into creative recruiting, which is so random. (laughs) (laughs) But I love it. Yeah. But I thought It was my calling because it was networking, it was in marketing, it was dealing with graphic designers, web developers, and placing them in their dream jobs. So it was matchmaking, and Mm. it was so intriguing to me until it wasn't. (laughs) And it was almost this feeling of the second I walked through the doors on my first day, I knew there was an end point to it. Mm. And What a powerful feeling. Yeah, it was. Um, But I was actually there for a year because I loved all the connections I made and I loved that I had this solidified home in Denver now, this office that I had to go to every day, these people that I was around all the time, created the sense of community that I didn't realize I was missing. There is a common denominator, though, that I'm hearing, and it's so much this people Mm -hmm. facing... Um, really getting to know people and helping them find what works for them and like being able to pull that out of people, Mm -hmm. which 
is pretty transferable. Yeah. I think, especially to your own business. <laughs> but it sounds like, yeah, you're able to do that. You get to know people on a level pretty easily and yeah. be able to push them in the right direction, which mm-hmm. is like kind of a superpower. <laughs> yeah, it is definitely, I don't know. Thank you. But I never, <laughs> I don't, I don't see it from that outside perspective. So it's nice when people do say that or notice that. Cause I think that is a really awesome superpower to have, but yeah. it's, I mean, just how I've known you, you did exactly that with an amazing group of girls. You mm-hmm. created a community, these individual friendships <laughs> that you had, and everyone has something different to bring to the table. And what I'm talking about is Sam hosted a dinner for how many? Seven? Girls? I think there was six of us. Six yeah. total. Yeah. And we came in and we got like flowers there. <laughs> we had like champagne and she cooked all the food for us. We had like three different courses at least. Yeah. Everything homemade. It was amazing. But um, the point of the dinner was that you had made these connections and you're like, you know what would be better? Like the synergistic effect of mm-hmm. all these people who are really passionate, but being able to talk about a similar journey towards starting your own business or having something that like lights you up. Yeah. Um, I feel like you also give confidence in people. Like you mm-hmm. have just a warm way about you, like a welcoming, like inspiring kind of like <laughs> cheerleader type. Yeah. Just having good people to bounce ideas off of. I think that's huge. Mm-hmm. So it was such a positive experience just because I think we all do feel alone sometimes or feel like we don't necessarily know that what we're going through in creating these businesses or ideas is normal or not and I had just heard so many stories from all of you and I was like (laughs) we need to all be friends this is not how do I know each of you individually but you guys don't know each other yet like there are so many different ways that the six of us can connect and bounce ideas off of and create these little like micro communities within each other that would be so useful and so helpful it is so like scary and isolating I think to to branch out and to have that space Mm -hmm. to listen to what you actually want to do and that's such a privilege Mm -hmm. um you were also mentioning that you outside of just designing someone's Mm -hmm. space like there's so much more meaning in that activity and it also includes helping people like get settled here it sounds like and setting them up with the right people Mm -hmm. um and I know you also have this the social sweat Yes. Thing going on the sides. Do you yeah. want to talk about that a little? Yeah. So Social Sweat is a community of wellness, fitness, and health-minded individuals um, where they can come together and feel like they can attend totally alone and leave with five new friends. Um, it's something that I wish I had when I moved here. Um because as an adult, it's really difficult to make friends and it's really difficult to create an icebreaker that's not awkward or, you know, walk up to a girl at a yoga studio and just be like, hey, I like your tank top with the underlying meaning of like, <laughs> we have the same style, like maybe we would get along and yeah. be friends. Like it's really awkward. Yeah. <laughs> so I wanted to create these events where people could go and start with a workout to really like get your blood flowing, break down the barriers, like become vulnerable and then be able to at this after party or networking event, whatever you want to call it, post-workout is this moment of connection for people where they can, you know, come together and either commiserate over how hard the workout was or be super high off endorphins and just be like bouncing with energy (laughs) with each other, whatever that looks like for each individual, like they can connect with somebody on something that they went through together. 
which then it's easier to start a conversation from. Totally. Then you can be like, hey, I like your tank top. Where'd you get that? Let's be friends. Let's get <laughs> coffee. But it's so, yeah. it's so important for people to have that moment of connection where they can be like, that workout was really hard. And, you know, then from there, conversation flows so much easier. You can come to the, the event every month. You can come once a year, whatever it is, you can sort of see familiar faces if you want to, or just immerse yourself in a community that doesn't really exist anywhere else. It brings out a really good side to people, um, and a really like happy side where they, you know, they're there because they want to connect. Yeah. So it's much easier to make friends in that type of community aspect. Yeah. And there is something about, excuse me, working out together Mm -hmm. in general where you do like bond over it. Yeah. Like you sort of get each other Mm -hmm. and you're like, oh yeah, we went through that. And that was like, nice work. Yeah. 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 So true. So social sweat has taken a little bit of a backseat right now. It's, it's really tough to focus on two different types of businesses. So the hope is to one day combine these design skills with these community building skills with this love for wellness and fitness. I don't exactly know what that looks like yet. I'm still trying to TBD. combine them. Yeah. But I think day to day for me, like social sweat is something that's always on my mind. And it's always something where I'm like, I know this is good for people and good for Denver and good for me in general just to kind of create these special moments for people like that is also something that really lights me up is just to sit back and watch people exchange phone numbers and all of that makes me so happy it's something where I just feel like it's important for people to feel connected even if they don't know it so true connected everywhere to your space Mm -hmm. like to your community Mm -hmm. to your friends um that is such a human need yeah. And it's like, we're meant to have those connections. Mm-hmm. And it's so, I just, while you're talking about this and thinking about like the importance of home and like yeah. creating a space that resonates with you mm-hmm. and like being intentional and listening to yourself, spending time alone, but then making these yeah. connections. Cause the synergistic effect of just like a conversation with somebody, it could inspire any crazy idea and all of a sudden you could be working towards something and you just never know what's going to happen. You don't, you really don't ever know. And that's, I think the beauty of all of it is that you just, these moments hit you and then it's what you do with them. And I think really receptive people are the ones who are becoming really successful in what they do because they're open to other people's opinions and ideas and they're not doing it all on their own. Um, I've definitely had to learn that so many times that I can't do everything on my own and it's better when I don't. Awesome. I love all of this. Uh, and uh, as we kind of wrap up, I want to talk about your day to day. So you work by yourself. Yes. Um, do you have like self care, wellness rituals? Like what's your fitness? Like what do yeah. you, how do you keep yourself going? Yes. Um, coffee. <laughs> <laughs> definitely lots of coffee and tea. Um, but I would say, definitely what keeps me going or what sort of calms me down or puts me in a better mindset if I'm sort of stuck in this like rut of negativity sometimes is working out in any capacity. I think owning your own business, there is so much decision fatigue where you're just constantly making decisions all day, every day. And I used to be very motivated to work out on my own and kick my own ass at the gym. I can no longer do that. 
I can't like it's too many decisions so for me right now the only thing keeping me sane is spin classes <laughs> um and yoga classes I really I need somebody else to tell me what to do for an hour and I leave feeling like I am on cloud nine like the world has shifted I am in a better mindset and it's it's almost like I just didn't have to think for an hour and it's so awesome and that for me is like the best form of self-care I can give myself I totally can relate to that it's yeah. true like you walk into that workout space mm-hmm. or wherever, wherever it looks like for you and you're able to shut off any expectation you just kind of go yeah it's like an autopilot but mm-hmm. it's also this like calm like you're focused on one thing and- yeah I'm also very excited that it is ski season because there is something truly magical about being in the snow in the mountains where everything is just quiet and you're just kind of like cruising along like singing a song in your head thinking about nothing or just staring out into nature that is so stress relieving for me and so calming I am just so thankful to be able to have that in my life and to be able to be an hour drive away from incredible ski resorts and incredible incredible scenery and last question for you before we wrap up is like what is something you're curious right now that you don't know a lot about it's funny because then trend in my life with curiosity is always about food and nutrition like I am fascinated by it and I have tried you know I've been paleo I've done keto I've done the like ayurvedic whatever that's called exactly yeah um and I think It's something that affects each of us so much and so individually and it drives me crazy beyond belief that I cannot pinpoint what works best for me. And I think it's something that I have always been curious about, something that I am constantly reading blogs about and articles and kind of picking up these little tidbits that I take with me, but I would love to have some time to dive into it more. Yeah, how Um, would you describe your diet now like do you follow any um I would say right now I don't necessarily follow one thing I have really felt the best um doing following like the ketogenic diet um so I try and stay which is like high fat high fat really low carb um high protein um so I try and stay within that realm I'm trying to get back to a point of where that is like a very like top priority in my life I do think it totally affects me on a day-to-day basis what I'm feeling how I'm acting the way I look all of those things I feel like play into nutrition and what I'm putting into my body and love Laura bars putting them in the microwave by the way oh my god great tip like 20 seconds and it is like a piece of cake for dessert it's so good even like cutting them in half like that is rich enough for me to be able to satisfy like that sweet tooth craving so that is my like favorite little tip right now (laughs) well sam it was so nice to chat with you like well it's definitely kickstarting my day in a really positive light so thank you for that thanks for joining and sharing your life with us and to Mm -hmm. be continued i feel like You're going to have so much success. So many things ahead. (laughs) So many things ahead. I hope people listening, like, you can use Sam Mm -hmm. for your space. Yes. Um, Definitely (laughs) keep that in mind. Yeah. Because I've seen her personal space. I will (laughs) tell you that it is absolutely immaculate and beautiful and so well, like, thought out. And, um, yeah, you won't. You you won't. So where can people find you? Share. 
Website so, yeah, website media. is Samantha Claire, C L A I R E, design.com. And you can just contact me through there. My email, my phone number is on there. So, either way that it works for you works for me. Cool. Yeah. Check it out. And I'll link that into the show notes so you yeah. can find it easy. Yeah. Thanks, Yay. guys. <laughs> you guys enjoyed that episode with Samantha and enjoyed hearing more about her journey to starting her own business and just understanding the importance of having a space that really resonates with you. I definitely am new to interior design and have had a blast decorating my own space uh, in my in my home in Denver but it definitely took some time for me to find the right pieces that fit, took time for me to make connections, it took time for me to make it feel like home and to understand what I needed. And having someone like Sam when you move to a new place is super beneficial and she's so well connected in Denver. So if you're new to Denver and you need a little help with your space or you're planning a wedding or an event and want to pick Sam's brain, she's here for you. She's an awesome resource and just like a really great friend. So nothing else, reach out to her and I'm sure she'd love to connect with you. Um, visit her website, SamanthaClaireDesign.com. You can also find her on Instagram at, at SamanthaClaireDesign. And yeah, so cool. So cool to have friends on the show. I hope you guys loved it. And I've been getting amazing reviews from a lot of you on iTunes. So just shout out to everyone who's left me a review. It really helps get the podcast more attention on iTunes. And if you haven't written a review, a review yet, you go into iTunes and click on the podcast. If you scroll towards the bottom, there'll be a place where you can log in with an Apple ID and leave a review. Even if it's just like a few words, it means a lot and it helps me get noticed and more um, listeners, which is awesome. So yeah, thanks for that. And I'll see you next time. Have a great holiday.